Hello everyone, you've tuned into Cake. And what have we got coming up today, Sebastian? On today's show, an aspiring bass player meets a band who gives them tips and tricks on getting into the music scene. We'll also be joined by Joe in the second half of the show with another creative art activity for you to try at home. But first, we head to Trilli, where a group of hungry reporters are learning to cook pasta the Italian way. My name is Alana, and today I'm at the Convivium Deli in Chile with my friends Vian and Adam. And we're going to learn how to make homemade egg pasta from Chef Max. We are from Rome, original, where we have a, a huge tradition of a food. The tagliatelle, what we're going to do today, they are very popular so in Italy, everywhere. So it's a kind of a, a Sunday dish. So, you know, the mom, she just wake up early in the morning. She go, maybe if you're living outside in the country, she go in the poultry, she gets fresh eggs from there, and she just, you wake up in the morning for your breakfast, you find already your mom or your grandma, she's there on the table and making already the pasta, the tagliatelle for the, for the lunchtime. So, you're going to wait here, 200 grams of flour, just 200 grams. Perfect. Now, we're going to make an hole in the middle, so we need the space to put the eggs. Sure. Perfect. Okay. So now I'm gonna do a pinch of salt on the eggs. Perfect. Just a drop of extra virgin oil. Is that enough? Perfect. We start to whisk the eggs gently, like this. They need to absorb all the flour. Okay. Just whisk like this, just like you do scrambled eggs. Okay. Uh, do we mix all the flour? Yes, oh. all together. Yeah, all the flour. Now we have a. A scratch, a beginning of dough. Now we start to go with the hands on it. We use a lot of things like a spatula, fork, spoon, knife, but always in the kitchen, the hands. They are very important. We wash the our end, you know, we sanitize the our end, so we use the end in the kitchen to making food. And the foods, believe me or not, that's better when you use your hands because you do it with passion and you do it with love, you know? Now, we start to mix until we start to form a shape of dough. We need to work on the flour and the eggs with them now. Have a new egg. Like this. Get your dough like this. You just go with your own way. Just press okay. on top. Go. Very sticky. When it's very sticky like that, we can add a little bit of semolina flour. Very fine kind of flour. And they will help you to don't let it stick anymore. Okay? We once work our dough until the dough is going to be start to be all nice and yellow. Stretch soft and warm. So we need to go always with this movement. Fold, press, spin, fold, press, spin, fold. And you usually do this by hand. If I'm at home, I will do for my family like this, yes. If it's the production here for the restaurants, we need too much pasta. So I just have a, a great helper, that's one. The planetarium mixer, we just add in flour, the eggs, so I just push the button and they do the dough for me. This thing's massive. Yeah, because I'm busy maybe to do the sauce and then maybe do the pizza and a serving customer. In the kitchen, when you're working as a professional, you can't always do any single things by the end. So we push the dough on the waist, we turn it and then we fold it back and then push again, turn and fold. Keep going with this movement. I know this is tough job, yeah? yeah. It's hard. <laughs> this is perfect dough now, okay? That's what we want. This is the job. You start to see when you're pushing with the finger on yeah. top. Look, mm -hmm. you just push there. Yeah. And, and, they can, and they can just come back. 
and it's not stick anymore. Yeah. It's nice and stretchy, good elasticity. Definitely. The dough is done, okay? We go for the, to the next step. We can form the classic shape of the dough now, a nice round ball. Okay. And then we have our dough. Now, we get a piece of clean film. And then we're gonna wrap the dough in the plastic. The dough, they need to rest maybe half an hour to let in all uh, relax all the part of the gluten, just exactly. getting tender and soft. So are we making the sauce now? Now we're gonna make the sauce, yeah. We go to the next step now. We have for our simple tomato sauce, we will do with the onion, then we have fresh basil leaves, everybody know. Yeah. How does it smell this? Good. And we have some uh, tomato sauce yeah. to season our pasta, parmesan yeah. cheese. Yeah. We never miss the parmesan cheese in the Italian recipe, especially for pasta, okay? Very important. So now pass to the flame. Be careful, this is could be dangerous now. So mm -hmm. the oil is gonna be frying. Yeah. We switch on the, the flame. Yeah. So push, spin, and then keep a little bit until the flame stay on. Yeah. We want the pan, it will be a little bit hot. We're gonna put the oil in each pan. Just twist of oil. That's it, that's fine, perfect. We see the oil start to already make a small bubble, okay? In this moment we need to go straight away to start to cooking stuff because we don't want the oil to start to do the smoke. We don't want to pour the oil in. Put this in here. Just put all the onion in. Just stir. Great, perfect. You start to stir the onion. Yes, gently, slowly, slowly. Onion burns very Clear stuff. Tomato, this is ready. Okay, just go in, all in. Great, perfect. Wait, is it extra virgin olive oil? Extra virgin olive oil. The only kind of oil I use here in this kitchen. That's good food. We get a little bit of water just mm -hmm. to clean the bowl and then helping us to cook in the sauce. Okay, just yep. get a little bit of water like me. Okay. And just Pour this mixture of water and the tomato inside. In here. We only yes. use this sauce for um, pasta. Yes, this is just really uh, for pasta or for meatball as well too. So we use the same base of this for the onion, tomato and basil. Ah. Now, we're gonna add a bit the of basil, basil leaves. Two, three leaves. Gonna be nice and tasty. A bit of salt. That's it. We're letting cook the our tomato sauce. So, what do we do now? Now we start put water in the pot. We need to cook the pasta. Simple. And always go back to check your tomato sauce. So we don't want the tomato to get in burn. So sometimes just come back here and then just give a nice spin. And we use the cheese at the very end to just to put on top of the pasta. The sauce I think is done. We can test. Be careful, it's very hot. It's for you. Okay. Testing good. It's nice. You will make so it's this. It's like pizza sauce. Yeah. Wait, so is it like onions? Tomato sauce. Basil. 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 What kind of tomato sauce would you use? We use the plum tomato. Put it there inside. Salt, basil, yes. onions, and the tomato sauce. And that's it. Very easy. Yep. You see? You made it. How long does it take to make a fresh tomato sauce? Not that long. Nothing. Very easy. So, just leave your spoon here and then we'll stack it on the bottom. 
we get this dough. It was already pre-mated before you arrive, so now it's a nice and ready, you see? It's soft. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's different. <laughs> the color as well is different, you see? This is very yellow. Because, yeah, because, yeah, because it's plenty of uh, eggs, so it's made with eggs. So touch this, it's nice and shiny and smooth, yeah? And smell, yeah? Yeah, there's a strong smell of eggs. Yeah, you smell the eggs in it, yeah? So now we're gonna get everybody the small piece. Okay, we start to roll. Perfect, you know the job already. Oh, I'm lucky. <laughs> Exactly a circle, but we roll it out really thin now and then we work on it. rolling, we need it out. I expected it to be hard, but not necessary. This is great, I think we are done with you, so this is done. Now we need to cut, cut the pasta. So, flour on top, generous. Now we start to fold. Because we need to do a roll of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You go fold. Just keep the flower on it. You see? Great. Don't squeeze too much. Okay. And then we start to cut the pasta. We want tagliatelle like a the sides of one finger. Okay. We cut. After we cut the pasta into tagatelli shape, it was time to cook it. We put the pasta in a saucepan of hot water for five minutes. When it was nearly done, we tasted it to check if it was cooked in the middle. Then we added the pasta to our tomato sauce and stirred it all up so the pasta could absorb the sauce. Then it was time to eat. <laughs> so, what do we do now? Parmesan cheese. What do we do without parmesan? Oh, bit of parmesan top. Okay. How it is? It is good. Who made this pasta? Me. <laughs> so, did we learn something today? How to make pasta. How to make pasta. My favorite part was eating the pasta because it just tastes lovely. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't that hard either. It's worth the effort. Yeah, the experience was very fun and I loved cooking the pasta. It's nice to see, it's nice to be remembered, it is nice to keep in the tradition, just keep going, you know, because in this new generation of uh, social media and technology, there's still interest in doing something manually and especially with the food too as well. It's on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, I'm starving after that. Thank you to Chef Max for sharing a little bit about his Italian culture with us. And I hope some of you try out that recipe at home. Now, Joe is coming right up with a creative activity where you can use sunlight to create a unique design. Stay tuned. Hiya, it's me, Joe. 
I'm going to suggest an experiment using light to create images. This process is easy to do, but will require time and lots and lots of patience, and is called a sunprint. This activity is definitely in the world of STEAM. To create your sunprint, you will need a piece of black card and some inanimate objects like a paper clip or some scissors, a toy that you may not play with anymore, or maybe even some more natural items such as feathers, leaves and twigs. Pick things which you don't mind not moving for a while. In the experiment, you will be using the power of sunlight. Be warned though, if you do this during the darker months of the year, it will take a lot longer. What you will need to do is simply lay the black card on a windowsill or somewhere that gets lots of light. Place the objects you have chosen down on the card. If you have lighter objects like the feather or the leaf, you may want to pop a tiny bit of glue on the back to stop them floating away. Now all you have to do is wait and see the colour of the card turn to brown. This may take a while, but the outcome of this experiment will give you an image a bit like a positive negative on a roll of old camera film. It will also be interesting to observe where the UV light has penetrated through the item and where it has completely blocked the sun from coming through. If you don't want to wait, you could even trace your own shadow or maybe create shadows using your inanimate objects and toys. We would love to see your experimental images and how they turned out. And you can do this by sending in a picture to junior at rte.ie. Thanks, Jill. My house is going to be full of amazing art creations by the end of this series. Now, if you're an aspiring musician or ever wondered how to become part of a band, the final part of this show is for you. Hello, my name is Gerald Hingston and I live in Camp County, Kerry. My favourite thing to do is play music. Today, I am very excited because I get to meet these guys. And the winner is... Aftershock! Hi, my name is Connor Breen and I'm lead singer. I'm Dara Breen and I play rhythm guitar. I'm Corey Hughes and I play lead guitar. And we have a Seamus Fleming on drums as well. And all together we are the band Aftershock. Aftershock are a rock band from County Kerry. Here's what happened when I sat down for a chat with them. Hey girls! Hey, Hi. How's things? Good. You're into music, are you? Yeah. Nice, very good. What do you play? Uh, guitar. I started playing bass for the first time last week. Oh, right. that's very good because basses are scarce around Kerry. Like, there's not many basses around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Stick with the bass, anyway, that's a good instrument. Yeah, I have some questions for you. How did the band form? Did music bring you together? Yeah, that's basically it. So, myself and Dara would be brothers, so we'd have played since we were younger, obviously. So we were seven or eight as we started. And then we met Corn and Mount Talk because our school had a Battle of the Bands competition. And that's where we formed Aftershock. Who came up with the name of Aftershock? That was actually me, and it's a funny story, really. We were in geography class, and uh, if, if, if an earthquake strikes, the it doesn't really ruin the buildings. It, there's a thing that comes after the yeah. earthquake called yeah. an aftershock, and uh, I just had the stupid idea that we'd be kind of that band, the aftershock that ruins the buildings. <laughs> so yeah, that's where that came from. Who inspires you the most? I think we've all got like different inspirations and thing. Uh, the Breens, they take inspiration from like Bruce Springsteen and all that. Personally, Thin Lizzy would be like my favourite band. What age did you start learning to play your instruments? 
I got my first acoustic guitar when I was eight, and I started learning then. And then when I turned 11, that's when I got my first electric. Nice. I've played since then. And I uh, started when I was about 10. My dad just showed me a few basic chords and just took it from there, like really. So I, was, I started around 10 or 11 as well, yeah. Nice. Connor, what do you think it takes to front the band as lead singer, apart from having a good voice? <laughs> oh, thanks for that, anyway. <laughs> but um, I suppose. I suppose it would take a lot of confidence and trust in the other band members because, you know, we always have each other's backs. So if something goes wrong, you know, you, you keep going and you keep it up. And then obviously confronting your audience, making sure that they are enjoying the night and getting them to sing along with you. Your song, Another Chapter End, rocks. Can you tell me about the process and what came first? The song lyrics or the music? Uh, well, that, that song started out because a teacher at school came to me and she said uh, she'd like Aftershock to play at the sixth year graduation. So I said, this is like going to be a good time to, to write a song, you know, and put some new music out there. Yeah. So that the, the whole idea for that song was kind of like leaving everyone and all that kind of stuff. So like, Hence the title and other chapter ends. Yeah. So um, and then the lyrics or the music, I don't know. When I'm when I'm when I'm songwriting, I just kind of I just kind of jam out myself. Like, and, uh, it, it just kind of I do them both together. Really. Like I don't I like I don't go around writing lyrics, but like I don't go around writing music either. You know, I just kind of put them together and just do them at the same time. Yeah. See what comes out. I would hope to be in a band when I grow up. What advice would you give me to start? Stick with the bass anyway. Yeah, and <laughs> and keep playing. Just just keep. If you, if you don't keep playing, then you're not going to ever get into a band. So no matter how much you get uh, put down or whatever happens, like bad stuff happens, you need to remember just to keep playing and uh, your time will come. Yeah, and I'd say just play everywhere. Like I got like in this band, because I, uh, I was playing guitar, I first started playing the orchestra for the school musical, and then these two guys saw me, and they were like, oh, he's a good guitarist, can I put him in my band? So yeah. just play, just play where you can, yeah. and try to find people. You get recognised, like. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to perform a song together? Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be really good. So this is my electric guitar. It's got cuts in the side, although it's along here, so my hand can slide down the neck easier. Oh, right. Nice. It's got six strings, of course. It's got a black bass with a um, white pick guard, and the neck is made of. Some sort of wood, I'm not sure. And the all the um, tuning picks are all in one line. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And they're all metallic. Got Very three nice. knobs at the bottom for volume, bass, and treble. So then that's it. Very good. I really like it. It's a nice experiment. Yeah. Uh, 11. I started when I was Nice. Are you into that kind of hard rock metal and stuff, is it? Yeah. So the thing like about a lot of those blues songs and rock and roll influenced blues, all those songs, a lot of them, are taken from progressions, one, four, five, right? So G would be one, then G, A, B, C, chord four, and then chord five, D, G, A, B, C, D, and you can play a lot of the songs, like... Sometimes they go four, other times they go five. The amount of strums would be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I say to you about that is, don't go into too much theory about the strumming. You know, like, 
if, if you're listening to the song, it's just all about the feeling, the groove. Like, don't get too bogged down on how many ups and downs, you know? It's just about the, yeah. about the feeling, really. Yeah, like, strum, you can follow really strict strumming patterns, but at the same yeah. time, like, like, say with, like, strum, like, you have, you know, you have classic. such an amazing performance together. If you want to hear more from the lads, you can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at aftershock.band. From food to art and music too, we hope you enjoyed the show. If you would like us to check out a particular area of art and culture, Drop us a line at junior at rte.ie. And if you'd like to feed me some food, the address is my mouth, RTE Dublin 4, and I'm vegetarian. Of course you are.